With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> they're not wrong. <laughs> that's, that's like, uh, I was watch, uh, went, went and watched Wonder Woman last night. Man, I heard that shit is awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's a good movie. You know, I thought about getting a pirated version, but man, they've been hot on that shit lately, man. They've been knocking internets down for that shit. Last pirated movie I got. The guy was sitting in the theater. And no, I don't kept, want one of those. And he, and he kept looking at his popcorn and talking see, to the guy see, nah, next to him. I don't want. Like, I didn't download hey, I don't, this to see you have a conversation. I, I don't. I don't want one. Of, <laughs> I don't want one of those. To watch the movie. I don't want one of those. If he's doing all that, he better put some porn in there with it. Because <laughs> if I'm not looking at the movie, I want to see somewhere interesting. I don't need your fucking popcorn. <laughs> And literally, he had the video on the screen, and then he's looking at his popcorn, eating his popcorn, and he turns and talks, talks to the guy next to him. I'm like, I didn't download this. I would have, hey, I would have been like, I want my money back. I would have went to the corner he was at and be like, I need my motherfucking money back, dude. I need my motherfucking money back, dude. I missed like half the fucking movie watching you eat popcorn. A fucking thriller about you eating popcorn. Which kernel's gonna go next, bitch? I was like, what is going on? <laughs> no, not 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 a good scene. It uh just don't sound like it. it you had your, you had, you had like your face literally stuck between his crotch looking at popcorn the whole time. I'm like, I didn't buy this to look at the popcorn movie. I bought this so I could save, you know, twenty bucks. You know there's an the old whatever. you know there's an old horror movie called Popcorn? Yes. That motherfucker scary as shit. <laughs> that motherfucker freak you the fuck out. It's like an old. It's, it's, it's like Kruger, like at its oldest before Kruger, Kruger before Kruger came around. Like before Kruger came once you around. hear the sounds, you know how many of y'all like. Well, you're kind of too young. You probably know. Uh, you edgy. I know definitely. You know when you used. To, when you, you edgy. I, I mean, I mean, I mean when you used to hear that one two. Sometimes it will freak you the fuck out. Be like, one, two. You be like, shut the fuck up singing that shit, you bitch. I don't want to hear that shit. Popcorn is scary like that, man. But, I mean, what he was showing you on the film wasn't the same no, thing. No, definitely not. It was nut popcorn. Yeah, it was nut popcorn, yes. Yeah. And where the fuck is Jay Bird? Where is Jay Bird? We're, we're, we're going to be going on here in about five minutes on the network. Well, and, uh, SOL. I guess there's no Larry Hulk or whatever his name is. Today. And you gonna fucking make him assassinate you for keep saying his yes. name wrong? Yes, and he he will show up and assassinate. Like on a Schwarzenegger. Jackson, Ow. The only Ow. American. Get down! Get down! Get, get to the Head chopper! To the chopper. <laughs> get down! <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That, that shit never ceases to amaze. It never ceases to it amaze. Never ceases to amaze. No. <laughs> Hell of a deal, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. Don't know why they're saying it, but dollars to donuts. Let's hope Buddha brought the donuts. We'll get it going. Uh, don't look like he... And you know what? Speaking of that, I made homemade donuts this morning. I made... Uh, really? Yeah, made I got a... Donuts. I made homemade donuts. Then I made stuffed... Uh, I made donuts uh, stuffed filled with chocolate. And then I made biscuits and gravy. I made everything for breakfast this morning. I made biscuits and gravy and homemade donuts. And I filled some of the donut holes with, with chocolate. Look at that. 
Yeah, you, did you did you see? Nah, you ain't got me on Snapchat, man. I, I cooked kebabs and everything. Grilled, I don't understand. I, I, I grilled I, I hella can't, hard I can't yesterday. I Snapchat. I grilled hella hard I've been, yesterday. I've been, I've, been, I've been trying to do the Snapchat thing. Yeah, it, it, it ain't what shit. is the picture disappearing for? Yeah, hey, you know you know what? That's a good damn thing. But uh, <laughs> some shit you think about, you put it out there, and then you be like, "What the fuck did I do that for?" Then you be like, "Hey." You can see if somebody tried to save it, and then you can text them and be like, hey, motherfucker, take that, get rid of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Shit don't stay long. That's a good thing. Because some, some shit people wear and some of the stupid decisions we make probably shouldn't well, be stuck I, on Facebook. I sat at a Hooters one time and watched Andrew Duncan Snapchat this black chick that was sitting at a table with us, and he was like, did you get my Snapchat? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what? See? Hey, hey, look, look, and she can't keep it. <laughs> so she could be like, I seen it, and they'd be like, "Yeah, right." And be like, "But look," and he'd be like, "Bitch, it's gone." <laughs> <laughs> no show and tell for you today. <laughs> no show and tell for you today. Well, I, I, I just, I, I can't get into Snapchat. I just, I, I really, I, I mean, like Facebook, like the Facebook Live shit get kind of irritating sometimes. And motherfuckers don't ever tune in this. Motherfuckers will watch Snapchat, look at your Snapchat real quick, because it's just a Snapchat. It's like a couple seconds, and they moves on to the next, and moves on to the next, moves on to the next, moves on to the next. Motherfuckers will see you posting live. I know you've seen plenty of motherfuckers. You oh, posted yeah. live on Facebook. None of them tune in and say a goddamn thing. <laughs> but then they first are like, what the fuck you liking, but you didn't even look at it. <laughs> Why are you riding my dick? We, we, we've had video interviews you've done where we've got like 35 people watching live and nobody says a word. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Put, uh, you're, and that you're, shit, you're interviewing these rappers. And that shit gets that's on my fucking nerve. Or or you do a live. How many of y'all done did a live Facebook chat? And you see somebody look at it. You say their name or say hey to them. And they don't even say nothing. Type nothing back. You be like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't, don't even look at my shit. Don't even look at my shit. It's a hell of a deal. It is. <laughs> Social media, the way we are nowadays. Back in my days, you was lucky to have a fucking cell phone. <laughs> You're lucky to have a cell phone. Fuck okay. Yeah. We're going to be going live here in just a few seconds on the network. And, uh... Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. That sounds like Angel almost. <laughs> I know it's not, but it sounds like when he's talking that little voice. Well, I'm here with a linguist. You, still, was, you still got popcorn from last, from last night? Oh, yeah. We had, we had to get a refill. She had to get a refill. She's probably still in shit now, ain't Well, yeah. Why right but won't you test some tip and let me know? And then for that still, I'll take a couple of pieces. We'll get that Buddha test. Yeah, somebody be the test, taste test. <laughs> one Buddha's hot girlfriend test. I don't know. No. You know what? You need to quit picking on her. <laughs> I'm feeling sad for her right now. <laughs> you know what? You're going to blow her head up like the hot air balloon, Goodyear blimp and shit. And she don't walk out of here and be like, you know what, Buddha? I don't fucking need you. I can get fucking Kevin Costner. I can get Tom Cruise. What the fuck do I need you for? <laughs> Welcome to the world famous Chicky Jaguar radio broadcast here on... Radio Xenu, also 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. Derek Scaife is with us today. Unfortunately. The fantastic Derek Scaife. Ah, uh, quit lying to me. The, uh, the uh, grilled cheese in a Cadillac style should be yet classy Derek Scaife. 
Man, this is a dress down. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a fucking dress down. This is a dress down day for you because yeah. usually you walk in, you're straight off the, uh, the 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 pimp awards of Showtime. Yeah, that's what yeah. some Mexican dude said to me. Oh, fantastic! I'm I'm, I'm going to the gas station on Fourth Street, and all of a sudden, his wife out there selling enchiladas. The enchilada lady. I know you've seen her. I know you've seen her. I know y'all seen that. You are you from? A, you seen the enchilada lady? I've seen the enchilada lady. And he just pulls me to the side, and he was like. Hey man, what you? He's like, what you do? I said, I'm a truck driver. He said, no shit. He said, I'm from Chicago. I thought you was the fucking pimp or a deacon. I said, no, I'm a truck driver. You drive trucks dressing in three piece suits? Fuck yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I ain't getting dirty. <laughs> shit, you look good. You feel good. You never know what you attract. People look at you totally different, especially a black man in the suit. They think you know something. <laughs> I remember when the last time we were in McPherson. Yeah, and all there was like a, a little Mexican chick. Yeah, everybody. And everybody was hitting everybody on her. Hitting she on wanted nothing. And to And she do. was so fucking bitchy. She was like a she was like a fucking wild hyena. Like she was like, motherfucker, say hi to her. She was, fuck you looking at. Then all of a sudden, you just walk over and go, hey, I just want to let you know you're beautiful. And continue walking. And you continued walking. She got a big smile on her face. You made your evening. Fuck, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks that you made her evening? Sucks to be heard that oh. I made her evening. But sometimes just a simple compliment can ease somebody day, so I understand. That's right. If I had a bitch walk to me and be like, damn, you're just so handsome. That would make probably make me smile. It never happens, but, you know, motherfucker can wish sometimes. That's why when you're driving down the street, you got to holler at the big chick just to make her feel good. Like, you don't need the attention. <laughs> but holler at her. Make no, her I don't holler at her. I keep rolling. <laughs> <laughs> I say stop. Shamu's loose. No, I'm just kidding. Well, let's try this. Let's try to get a hold of the quote unquote nigga taker. Yeah. Hey, everybody in the room, for you want to say that word? Now's the best time to be like nigga, 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 nigga. I'm going to take offense either way because I don't give a shit. I don't like nobody. Big trap to the call. Hopefully. Hello? There we are. Hey, what's going on, my friend? It is uh, Jigman Freud giving you a holler for the uh, interview, and I and I am waiting on uh, Big Will to join us over on the old uh, Skype-a-rooney. Hopefully... Uh, hey, can I sound like Kent Kenneth right now? Kent, Kenny Kenneth from Connecticut? Yeah. Hey, this is Kent Kenneth from Connecticut. Are you the <laughs> nigga taker dick boy? Oh, my God! Want to do that? There he is. The, the, the nigga taker is yeah. here. Yeah, the nigga taker see, is here. Thank you. He finally fucking responded. <laughs> oh, damn. Hope I didn't make you feel uncomfortable. I'm a nigga too. <laughs> oh, God. And I think we got Big Will with us. The big star, <laughs> star of stage and screen. Man, this man knows so many goddamn fly ass women. I, 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 I'm, I'm fucking. I'm flabbergasted. Big Will's the man. Man, he That's knew. All we, when we were talking about the chick that looked like she was just poured into that red dress, oh, you talking about so-and-so. <laughs> and we both looking at him with our mouth dropped like, God damn. Now, Big Will, can you hear me, my friend? You got I me. I can hear you. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get the... Uh... I haven't Skyped in a while. Give me a minute, my man. Not a problem. I, I got I got your, your your boy, the nigga taker, on the line here. He is a... Uh... <laughs> Take off. <laughs> hey, was it hard to get venues with that name? 
Yeah. Like, especially when they put your like your picture. Now, if you was in the South and you just put the nigga tagger, all the white people would show up. I mean, they'd be there like instantly. But probably when I, you, I know because they want to see what the nigga taker is all about. Yeah, they want to see what the nigga taker is about. You know what I'm saying? Don't put your picture next to it. Just say the nigga taker. They be like, God damn it, Bobby, we gotta go. We got to go see this shit. Put, put, put a lot of niggas in body bags. Yeah. Hey, and they would love to see that till they see your picture and you was another nigga. Oh, they be yeah. like, then they be like, you know what? At least he's doing us half the favor. Half the favor. But when the show's yeah. done, when the show's done, Bobby, bring the shotgun and the goddamn truck around the back. Big Big yeah. Will uh, has has been has been on me for weeks about getting the nigga taker on. Look 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 look. Do you do, what did I big, tell you big, about Jay? Big, big Will's excited. What 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 what, 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 what do you got for for our guy here, my man? What what the how the when the I can't stand. Man, I think, see see what hold on, what I tell you? Hold on hold on hold on. Big Will Big Will, what's up? You got something for the nigga taker? Hey, I just want to know, like, where do you take the souls when you be burying these niggas? That's all I want to know. I bury them in houses in Detroit. Oh, shit. That's a perfect place. Third world country. <laughs> Third that's, world country. That, that's right. That, that's right. But, uh, but I only do, I only do the nigga taker when it's like hardcore type of shows. Other than that, it's. Is, is Soul Taker. Soul and, uh, Taker. See, I told you earlier, he, he, he he's changing the branding a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you got to peel it yeah, off. Yeah, so it, it depends on hardcore shows. The thing is, uh, when it's hardcore shows and the promoter wants me on their show, I don't want them to advertise me or put me on the flyer. It's more interesting when I'm on the show and the ring announcer has the lineup on who's on the card, and when it's time for him to announce me to come out as nigga taker by him being a Caucasian, he doesn't want to say it. Be yes. That's because we're not allowed to say it. We're not allowed to say it. Didn't I just say that shit? I just said to all the white people, I'm the only black person in the room, guy. So so I just told him, this is your time to get away with the word. Just say nigga, 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 nigga. Ain't nobody gonna care. His name is the nigga taker. Say it right. Right. Okay, so I got a question. So I'm curious. So have you ever, like, performed as the nigger taker in like Mississippi uh, <laughs> like around the clan no 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 I'm, I'm I just been say, uh, cause I'm pretty sure hey. they be like we're bringing the nigger taker up tonight <laughs> hey, hey, that's, hey, hey that's what I just said ain't it Ain't that what I just said? Bobby, bring the fucking truck around after he gets through Doc Golf Cup and on my niggas. We getting him too. I'm going to take a, a year hiatus from from wrestling uh, due to due to health issues, but uh, but I'm back in full effect right now. So so the nigger taker rose from the dead and he is back now. <laughs> oh shit, he's back. Yes. Watch out, nigger takers. Watch, Watch out, because he's baby. coming for you. He he wants you. But it's, but it's, it's, but it's more of the soul taker, though. Oh, that definitely. So, so like, I so, okay, so I, get, I, get, I, I, I dig the soul taker thing, but the nigger taker. The nigger taker is so catchy. Awesome. It's so catchy and awesome. Like, especially like, man, Big Will, if you were sitting right here in the fucking studio right now, you would get a fucking willy off seeing the way Jay is acting every time we say that word. It's like somebody's peach pulling her hair. Like, every time we say nigga, she's like, ah, ah, ah. 
I'm doing good not to walk there, over and smack you. <laughs> he, he likes he he likes the word, but he can't really say it. He don't feel comfortable. No, 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 no. She, she no, she hates I the word too. Like she hates the word too. She hates the words too. But like every time you say nigga, she's just like <laughs> almost it's like hypocrisy. It, it is. Hey, I, I know a chick, and she hates the word cooter. Every time you say yes. cooter, she just wants to freak out. So I don't understand why Jay's freaking out by the N bomb. But <laughs> go, go, big one. Hey, and, 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 and you know, I had a ma- manager named Cracker Barrow. Hold on, wait a sec, recap here. The nigga taker had a, had a manager who was a white guy named uh, Cracker Barrel. Say nigga taker if the ring announcer Tell me that ain't uh, tell me that ain't crazy. See, see, tell me that ain't it's, crazy. It's no different than me admitting that I am a witty big mouth broad. <laughs> there is a difference. I mean, black people don't walk around saying cracker, but I mean, but you, you just heard them say it. I so, 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 Big Will, you damn law. Knowing, knowing now that he had a manager named Cracker Barrel. <laughs> cracker Barrel. I don't care who you are. It's funny. Like Barrel. Oh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Like Paul Bear. Oh yeah, my god. Like Paul Bearer, but Cracker Bearer. Like, oh, that's like, fucked up. Big, big Will. Like, 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 as a wrestler, you don't know who the fuck's gonna fuck you up. Hey, so, so did Cracker Bearer walk around with an urn full of, like, saltine crackers or something? <laughs> no, he actually had, he actually had cat litter in there and throw oh, people. Oh, shit. What the fuck? That fucked up. <laughs> Hey, hey, so, so, hey, whatever, like, whatever works, though, whatever works. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's kind of funny, you know what I'm saying? You a shitty dude, cat litter, right in your face. Yeah. You a shitty dude, cat litter, right in your face. That's hey, fucked up. Big, big, big well. That's, you, when you, I was, that's, that's when I was doing it more of a, a parody type. For, uh, just taking on Abyss, Kongo uh, Kong, uh, and a, a, a lot of a lot of big names, and uh, I done shows with Eric Bischoff, and he's a big big fan of the Soul Taker, and whatever is going to get me booked and make me money, that's that's what I'm going to do. I can dig that. I, I can definitely understand. Yeah. That. So, that that sounds so like if y'all if y'all was to go to the Instagram uh, Evil Soul Taker, you'll you'll see some of the some of the pictures and, and stuff, and uh, a lot of people dig it. They say, yeah, you can. Be an Undertaker wannabe. The character is cool, but I'm doing whatever is going to get me over because I've been doing the wrestling stuff since '95. Oh you know? shit! That's uh, throughout, the, throughout the 22 years that I've been doing it, I haven't always been a wrestler doing it, but I've done many other different things. Uh, like uh, I've done something called Illegitimate Son of Vince McMahon, where I was a racist black guy who oh, shit. didn't like black people. Oh, shit. Stuff. Like, say, that if, sounds like me. Uh, <laughs> if you was in the audience, <laughs> I, I the truth will set you free. Let me, let, let, me tell you, let, let me tell you about a promo I did last year. XICW is the biggest promotion in, in Michigan. And last year was our anniversary show. And I did my old McMahon character. And there was. Two black tag teams, Super Future and the Monroe. Now, I went out there before their match, and I said, you can't have an anniversary show without 
the boss, Michael Antoine McMahon, did not start cutting the promo, talking about uh, how Black Lives Matter is a fraud. And, you know, then oh, I looked at the cameraman off. who was black, and I called him a nigger, not nigger. Oh, nigger. That, hey, that'll piss a black person uh, off. that piss any black person off. Oh, yeah. You, then you uh, then I seen a, uh, some of the blacks in the audience that's been front row and one of them had a hoodie on and I was like what are you laughing at Trayvon Martin don't oh, make me be George Zimmerman oh, and come fuck. out there and shoot you oh shit man you probably it's, gained a lot of people that hated yeah, you that day is there video of this yeah yeah, yeah I want to see that I want to I want to tag I want to tag a couple oh, people with that they they'd be so mad at me oh that'd be yeah oh. then after that then after that Carlito's music hit he came out interrupted saying it's not cool <laughs> to use racial slurs and then I said uh, his dad was the biggest nigger in uh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so it, it 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 was something. And you know, I had a shirt that said "Stop niggerism." Oh shit! Big well, you need to, yeah. you need one of those. <laughs> you know what? You know what you should do? Listen to this pastor. He's based out of heart. Listen to it. Listen to this pastor who was based out of Harlem, New York. His name is Dr. James Maddy. He's like a real-life Uncle Ruckus. And if you type in nigerism and you type in saying you'll see all the stuff. He can't stand Obama. He can't stand none of the stuff. <laughs> and that's my he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. I thought I was the only one that said that word. I thought I was the only one that said niggerism. <laughs> I really did. Yeah, I really did. Uh, I really did. Like, because they, they asked me, was I going to move back to Texas? I, I want to deal with niggers. Last year, I did something with Ron Simmons and uh, a little skit where I had a white commissioner coming out. And uh, we was like, we're going to make America white again. And he came out and said, damn. I got I got I got a question for you. Go. I'm gonna I'm, I'm call you Soul Taker because I don't I don't want to keep itching. Oh, you know what? Fuck it, Nigga Taker. Um, since J Bar would have start saying stuff, Nigga Taker. When you do shows like that, does that like does that really like get your blood pumping when you able to get to the crowd and get up under their fucking skin? When you yeah. when yeah. I, Okay, I, I just thought I was the only one to think. Big, big, like big Will, I, I know, I know you got some questions for for our man. Go ahead, brother. So, um, are you looking for a new catchphrase by chance? Because I have a perfect one for you. So, like, you know how you know how the uh, the legend, the people who the Undertaker, you know how he says, "Rest in peace." How about for the, mm-hmm. the niggers? How about you go with? Rest in pieces of chicken. <laughs> no, like, no, that's like, that's only if I was doing that's if that's only if I was doing the comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was doing a, a comedy type character, then yeah, I, I would do that. So, so, so is so is bigger taker more of a. So are you more of a like a hardcore wrestler or a comedic wrestler? So you're saying you're more hardcore. I'm more. No, I'm more sick and serious now. Okay, so you're trying to take the soul taker thing and like run with it and like. Are you yeah, it's it's, it's not because. No, because uh, once once I got I got wrestling potential, so it's not 
is everything is uh, being taken serious, and I have a big fan base full of uh, of kids who uh, love the character, and That's a lot awesome. of the adults so, so, from all the shows I go to. So okay, so where can we see some nigger taker, soul taker footage at? Like, where can we see some? Where can we see you in action at? Like online and stuff like do you have like a youtube like what promotion i i, yeah, I need some, i need some more of you in you, my life man <laughs> what what you can do is uh instagram instagram is evil soul taker one word um on facebook uh it's a like page it's uh the real soul taker and uh, I'm on Twitter as well. I just started a Twitter a few weeks ago, and it's uh, uh, Real Soul Taker on Twitter. It is and absolutely the nigga taker is like uh, I gotta I gotta be at like a hardcore type promotions when I do that. But most of the promotions I be at is more PG, and and and, and it's funny because I know Riddick that website Riddick always put nigger taker uh when i did something at the uh elementary school there's like yeah nigger taker is at the elementary school on career day <laughs> oh hey, shit that's, hey that's how we found out about you yep, we seen you yep. at the school as nigger taker with a bunch of kids inspiring them. and i was sold i was sold i was like this man cares about our children <laughs> they always say nobody care about the black youth of the world well uh, nigger taker you can be anything you want to. You ain't got to flip fries and burgers and shit, Calvin. You can be the nigga take. <laughs> that is yeah. awesome. Hey, I just, uh, if uh, I was, if hey I was Soul Taker. If I was healing out, what was that? Soul Taker, I just found you on Facebook. What would you, did you just say that your Twitter was? What, what what my Twitter is? Yeah. yeah. What, what what's the Twitter the, ID? It's uh it's real soul taker. Okay, I didn't. I looked it up and couldn't find you. Well, I know that Big That's Will, uh, Big Will has been pushing me for the last month and a half to get you on this show. He's like, Jiggy, I, you gotta get to soul taker, get to nigga taker, any way you can. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so juiced, man. When we seeing you, I was like. Oh my god, I was like, this is probably my new favorite indie wrestler ever. Like, and I hate the indies, but not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Not life. <laughs> so the Andy Taker is your favorite nigga wrestler. Man, you damn right. Out of, all, all, out of all the colored wrestlers, the nigga Taker is your favorite. Hey, man, it's just a thing. The word, it's just nigga, the, hey, the nigga, the nigga Taker. Hey, the no. nigga Taker taking the cake. Boom. <laughs> Bam! He he hit him with it. They need to have the nigga taker character on the boom dot. Man, they do. They really do. Honestly, <laughs> come on. That's the reason I voted for Obama because he was black. <laughs> <laughs> come on, oh, be real. Come on. Of course I'm. Hey, there's David. Now, uh, now, Big Will. But before we let the uh, the Soul Taker, the Nigga Taker, go, ha- uh, you got any more questions for him? Because I know his time is very limited. Okay, Soul Taker, if you could, would you would you ta- would you would you take on the Undertaker in an actual match? Soul Taker versus Nigga Taker, or Soul Taker versus Undertaker? 
I would do Negotaker versus Undertaker. Oh, okay, thank you. Thank you. That would be something. That's all. I, I, that. That would be more attitude era type stuff. That would be so attitude era, and that would be amazing. Now, people, people would pay for it. People would pay, people would pay for it. I mean, people would pay to see. They it. would pay to see that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this: if if that was to ever happen, it would be way better than the main event they did in 1994 at SummerSlam when it was Undertaker versus Undertaker. <laughs> So it'll be, be, it'll be well, maybe the much should better. be given to a charity or something. I, I, you know, you know, you know, you know, and you know, a lot of places that end up watching that, it will be the racist motherfuckers who will watch that. Definitely, fucking definitely. Black guy against white guy, Undertaker versus Nigger Taker. God damn it, I'm watching it. Yeah. They would buy. They would eat yeah. that shit up. They would eat it the fuck up. Yeah. I know. Donald Trump will have front row seat. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh, don't 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 bring up Trump. Big, Big Will can't stand Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald you can't stand our, you, you can't you can't stand the Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer. He's 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 like working the country, you know, cutting promos on all these different countries. <laughs> that's all it is. It's all a work. That's, that's it. He said Donald. It's all a work. I can't stand Donald Trump all that. I wish Stone Cold would come from behind the curtain to just stun the shit out of his ass every time he get on the mic. He get on my motherfucking nerves. Oh, yeah? Then there'll be a big old Twitter war between them two, too. What the fuck is a Twitter we, war? We need to have the nigger taker bury Donald Trump's ass. That's what we need. That's what we need to do. They can come out and bury Donald Trump's ass in the fucking White House ground. I don't think the nigger taker would, would do that. The nigger taker would probably be on Donald Trump's side. and uh, Yeah, because he don't like niggas. <laughs> he don't like niggas. I've yeah. had enough and, of that word. Can he's going like to probably go send me. You be his hitman. Millions of body bags to bury everybody over there. You be his hitman. Hey, next place he'd be sending you is to Mexico and shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be on the wall. This is is probably the most racist podcast y'all ever did, huh? I think so. Hey, 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 the new new era podcast. I'm like, them fucking racist ass bastards. Get off your mama titty, boy. This is amazing. (laughs) You're going to have to warn your audience, all your listeners, about this podcast. You know. How many of them are live right now? This is definitely a hell of a deal. I want to thank uh, the soul taker and the nigga taker for being on. Big Will, thank you for pushing me to get him on. This has definitely been fun, man. No problem, man. I appreciate it. Soul taker, nigger taker, man. I appreciate it, brother. It's so good to talk to you. All right, all right, now, and and and, and like I said, to keep up on me, uh, you, you know, go to my social media stuff. Instagram, evil soul taker, Twitter, real soul taker, and Facebook uh, is a like page, and it's uh, the real soul taker on there. Good stuff. Well, thank thank you, my friend. Thank you, Big Will, and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Appreciate it, guys. All right, you my you my nigga, man. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, thank you. Or, I, or should I say, you don't have to be uh, 
black to be a nigga, but all y'all. Even, hey, that, even the female over there. You, oh, boy. I'm she go. Hey, hey, I'm a princess. Hey, they got nigga princesses. All right. Where do you think it started from? Nigga princess. <laughs> nigga princess. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'll, I'll talk to you nigga. soon. Thank you, guys. All right, now. Y'all take it easy. Thank you. Thank hey, you, Big Will. Yes, sir. That, uh, that was something else. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. We're going to get a stand on the couch, and uh, we're going to have stand and tone switch spots. And uh, then we're going to bring in David Vidal. And maybe today, since we have, he, he, maybe he'll freestyle over uh, David Vidal's guitar. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll get the challenge taken care of. Yes. I don't know. Yes. We're going to take a break. Here is uh, Another Day by Frank Cole. we got more coming up here on RadioZenu.com. That was an awesome interview. That was great. <laughs> Even though it was... being joined <laughs> we're being joined by uh hey david's sitting there yeah sit on the couch okay hold on elizabeth we're we're, we're, we're gonna pull you up here we uh we just introduced jay to your soap uh you get all of it and she is gonna be on she is on skype right now she is going to be chatting with us, and then we are going to go to Stan, and then we're going to go to Tone, and then we're going to go to David, and then I'm going to try to get Tone to freestyle over David's guitar today. 
We have been trying to find every rapper in the world who will do this, and every rapper that we have talked to has been like, ah, I can't do it, dog. <laughs> so, so we are we are going to, uh, to to make this happen. We are going to try our damnedest to make this happen. Uh, by the way, uh, we're getting everything set up here uh, by request. By the way, from Jay, I think I made the request myself. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. Um, by the way, David Vidal looks like he, he just jumped out of like a, an 80s spy movie. I don't I know did. why. I did. Is that why he looks so handsome? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, he, he looks like he just he just got out of an 80s spy movie. I don't know what's going on there. I don't know And then, of course, uh, Tone brought Buddha with him. The great Buddha. Not to be confused with the guy that all these Asian people pray to. Where the fuck did they go? Where did they go? They went to have a square, whatever that is. I've heard that term a lot from people from that person. Back in the old time, they used to say the fag. The fag. Actually, that's what the term used to be. I know. Smoke a fan. It's a British term. Yeah, it's, she, a, it's a British term. Yes. Now, uh, okay. We're, we're going to go to our guest on Skype. We, we just got done with probably the most racist segment in the history of this radio broadcast. It wasn't racist. It wasn't nasty. It wasn't. Two black guys talking to another black guy called the Negataker. It was fun. So now, was fun. we're going to go to the most. Unoffensive segment in the history of this show where we're going to talk about soap. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Saunders is with us. By the way, um, quick little programming note Elizabeth is going to be in studio here in a couple weeks on a Tuesday with Jay Birdwells and Britannia, and she is going to teach everybody how to make soap. Give on a homework desk. desk. So that that should be interesting. But uh, uh, Elizabeth is with us, and Jay, uh, we've just given Jay some of your soap. I'm sorry. Uh, Elizabeth, how are you? Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we can't hear her. What happened? I can't hear you. Ah! Let me hang up and call her back. Let's do that. Let's hang up and call her back. That that was funny though. That was a good segment with the negative. It was it was awesome. <laughs> that mug was awesome. There we are. Can you hear me now? It's like it's like a it's like a uh, what is it? Silent movie. I can't. I I can hear. I can't hear her, but I can see her talk. So what we could do is we could have her mouth the words, and then I could have Stan or Tone or David reenact what she's saying. I think I would oh. be better on it. But I think it would yeah. be better if she hung up and tried a Skype test. Do do try a Skype test call, Elizabeth, to get your audio fixed, and then I will call or you call us back when 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 you're ready. Because I don't want to do that. Because she's actually a really nice lady. Because I I know that David Vidal would be like, well. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Anything. You know anything about soap? Oh, and they're just going. <laughs> there we are. Did you do a okay, Skype? Please tell me that third time's the 
Look at that. You did a Skype test that quick. That's amazing. Oh, by the yeah, way, we, we have uh, headphones over there for the people on the couch yes, that want to listen. Yes, And you can probably bring a head, set of headphones and drag it across so David can listen if he wants to the, to the horse obese lady. Um, <laughs> well, you've got one of the nicer microphones, though. That's oh, good. Good. <laughs> Now, um, Elizabeth, we've got Jay Bird Wells here, and uh, Jay has some of your soap, and I know that the last time we had you on, Jay really wanted to talk to you, and she was at a Comic-Con. Oops. But we've got you here, and we've got Jay here now. So, Jay, do you have any questions for... uh, First question with goat's milk soap is always, does it have pork in it? Does it have lard? Does it have pork in it? Does it have lard? (laughs) It does not have lard, no. It doesn't. Because a lot of goat's milk we, soap will put lard in it. We use all vegetable oils. There's no animal fats in it. So we're not killing animals. We're just taking some of the milk and making the soap. She's smelling your soap. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell them I can tell the difference. I've got some calendula planted out in my garden, so I was trying to see if I could smell it. Ah, yes. It really smells good. It doesn't, unfortunately, come through too much in the soap. But, I mean, you can see the the little yellow petals that are in there. Sweet. Yes. So, Elizabeth is going to be going on the road. She's going to be making soap on TV and on radio uh, in the next couple weeks. And uh, Jay, uh, Jay is a... I've made soap before. I I I, I don't is know. That, is that that's what's, what's smelling like that? Mm-hmm. That's pretty it's, good. It's it's uh it's horse soap. I, I don't know. I, I mean, only time I think of when I think of people making soap, I think of Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> we get that. We I get that a lot. Actually, you'd be surprised how many times people club. have asked me, "Have you seen Fight Club?" Yeah, I think of Fight Club. Lots of people have have seen what soap can do when it's in that kind of raw state, and it definitely. Has some effects, but no, it's not going to touch your skin and just start melting it off. That's that's lard. Not at all like that. <laughs> so you don't have any lye or lard in this soap. It's just uh, vegetable oils. We have sodium hydroxide, which is known as common lye. But the difference between Grandma's lye soap that people used to have, where it would literally just rub off and make your skin red. We have formulated recipes where they're actually gentle, so gentle, in fact, that people use our soaps that have very sensitive skin. So we have people that call us with eczema issues or dry skin issues or they want to use it on their babies or their pets. And so because of that, we use all natural ingredients. We have only uh, vegetable oils that are in them. The soaps that have a scent to them have essential oils in them. We do offer some soaps that are unscented, but it's all natural ingredients, and whatever sodium hydroxide is used in the process of mixing the oils and the milk together, there's none retained in the bar that's the finished product. So it's just there to make it into soap, and that's it. How? What did you get started in into soap? How did you get started? The start came from my older sister who had some goats, and I was still living at home at the time, and she'd leave me for the summer where I'd milk the goats, I'd have excess milk to deal with, and I had an issue with dry skin myself. I was living in Wisconsin at the time. I'd go out to feed my animals um, in 20 below zero weather. My hands would crack and bleed, and so once I 
learned about goat milk and the properties of how good it is, not only internally but externally on your skin, I uh, made my first batch, and from the first batch, I never had dry skin again. It was such a transformation that it, I just knew that I wanted to be able to continue to make more. And so from the first batch, I started giving a lot of the soaps away. It was a very large batch that I made. And so from that reason, we had a lot of people come back that wanted soap because they discovered the same thing I did, that it really helped their dry skin. We get comments from customers all the time about how it's helping their dry skin, it's helping their eczema. And then a couple months ago, we got asked about using it on, um, on pets. And so I started researching, and pets, number one skin issues, you know, that they go to the, the vet for, it's same thing that people have, psoriasis, eczema, dry skin, and that kind of thing. So we actually started formulating soaps just for pets. So we also have um, pet owners that come to us to, to use the soaps um, for their pets, but themselves as well. So... It's, it's an interesting <laughs> business that got started all from wanting to just make a little bit of soap from some excess goat milk. Where'd you come up with Horse of Peace? That was my family's farm name at the time in Wisconsin. We never um, used it for anything, and so when the soap started selling to the point where I needed to turn it into a business, which was a wonderful surprise, I used the family farm name that my parents had at the time. We had the horses, and they wanted it to be a peaceful place. And where I was in Wisconsin, it was half an hour from any town. We were just out in a very rural area. And so the farmers had a saying that it was a horse apiece into town because there were certain towns that were about the same distance apart from each other. So they would say, well, it's a horse apiece here, it's a horse apiece there. So we named our family farm Horse Apiece Ranch, and so that's how the business became known as Horse Apiece Ranch. That is a unique name. Yes. Is. That is a definitely I, I, I wondered where, where, where Horse Apiece came from, so yes, thank you for Not that. Not many Jack. people have heard it. It's very unique. <laughs> that's definitely something to start saying when you got to go somewhere. That's horse right. Horse Apiece there. But hey, when you're, when you're from a rural there, area, you come there. up with some really strange sayings. Yeah. See, when I think of Horse of Peace, I think of the Wonder Woman movie. Because they're all riding horses. See, I haven't seen it. You keep bringing it up, and I'm tired of you bringing it up. You're spoiling the alert. Why, why, why do you keep doing that? You're one of them guys to tell everybody about the movie before they get to go see it, ain't you? No. Yes. No, that would be my buddy Rob. Yeah, she's... she's I mean, you didn't gave me so many goddamn details. What's funny is when you watch a movie with Rob, he'll like be sitting there, and he'll be like, oh, they shouldn't go in that room. And then they go in that room, they get killed, and he goes, told you they shouldn't win in that damn room. He's like, the, he's like the black person at the movie theater. Girl, don't take your ass in that room! <laughs> so, Elizabeth, did you use that, that nasty little ingredient called dihydrogen monoxide? Definitely not, No. There's a lot of things that, just as you had a bit of a hard time stumbling over in naming ingredients, no. Basically, everything that are on our labels, you can read in pure, clean English. Everything is mentioned on the labels. There's no hidden ingredients. Even a lot of other soap companies, um, when they might list ingredients, and even companies like ours where we use all natural ingredients, they'll say, just in general, certain oils are used, saponified oils, or they might say certain essential oils are used, but they won't list everything specifically. And that's one thing that we have um, that is very important to us is our customers are wanting to know what are they going to put on their skin. And when you can read the ingredients in plain English, then, you know, it makes a big difference for your skincare needs. I did pull a wool over your eyes. That is the actual correct word for water. Oh. <laughs> 
We don't what? have any water though, so that's yeah. good. Not, not even a drop of water. I learned something. I didn't learn shit. They just went right <laughs> over my head. <laughs> You didn't hear about a huge hoax going around? I, I, I didn't know anything about that. I'm like, what? D-I-H-Y-D-R-O-G-E-N. Yeah, that's what I think. I The only person in the room who probably knew what that was was David Bedal because he knows everything. Stan knew. He was giving me the good Now, if you would have said H2O, I would have been like, oh, okay. That's right. I would have known H2O, but no, yes. Exactly. That big hydro word, no. So she still used the correct terminal. She did <laughs> well, thank you, Mrs. Brainiac. Look at that. <laughs> Jay, she's she's come bad. alive. It's it's amazing. Okay. Uh, I'm still tired from last night. <laughs> now now uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to get to that because I think Jay, you're in the black, whereas the promoters are in the red. But I don't know what that means though. We that means you gained, they lost. Shit's end. <laughs> you won, they lost. Okay. You profited, they Lost. They lost. Because <laughs> think about it. You sold two books. I right? did. Did you sell more than the two books? Well, okay, well, you're still in the black. You're still in the black. <laughs> you, or or in the blue, you're, or whatever you want to say. You're, you're, whereas, whereas these guys had to pay for a building. Uh, yeah. 250 to 500 bucks. Hands. They had to pay each of the wrestlers 20 bucks. Except for the main event guys, which you'd get fifty bucks a piece. Shit, I ain't wrestling for no goddamn twenty bucks. No, fifty bucks. For just for the night. Yes. No. Shit, I ain't doing nothing that's for no That's professional shit. wrestling. Bullshit. No. That's the world of pro wrestling. Shit, yeah, I make more than that in a fucking day. Then, probably. then I ain't got to do shit. They had to pay Burgess twenty bucks because he was the announcer. They had to pay Zach King, the the photographer at ringside, which I don't know what he gets, but I hear he gets a lot of money. Um, let's see who else. Uh, how many uh, uh, referees? They had two referees, so they each get paid twenty bucks. The bottom line is how much. <laughs> so how many people went? Oh, it was packed. That's the question. Eight five to eight dollars a person. Maybe they. I mean, I don't. I, I I'm not gonna do the math. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all, not all, my math problem. All, all the. <laughs> But but then you no gotta, because then, you you made out at the end. Of the hold on hold on, you, but had, you but, sold two books. But, but then you got to think. Then, then you got to think about. Well, then, then, then you got to think about some of the people that came that was got in free. Because I guarantee you that was. Oh, there, there were free. I know. That I know. Got Bob Hunter Isn't got Elizabeth in for free. still online? Yes, there she is. I'm still online. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, Jay, go 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 ahead. Say what? Yeah, give us some soap prices. Yeah, give, give us some of them. <laughs> give us some soap prices. There you prices. go. There you go. Well, we do have we do offer our soaps at family affordable prices. I just want you all to know if you want a good discount though, twenty five percent off. Use Jiggy seventeen J I G G Y seventeen. Go out to our website, order a bunch of soap. It's horseofpeace dot com, and you're gonna find soaps in different sizes. You can get a full size bar, a half size bar for traveling, or you can even get just a quarter of a bar to try out a whole bunch of different kinds of soaps. But we have a lot of different kinds of soaps, so you you want to come and be able to try a whole bunch of different kinds of things. But remember the twenty five percent discount because that's gonna be your best way to go. Man, you know what, Jack? You're always fucking plugging us. For especially us people that co-host and shit, we're always getting a fucking plug from you. We should be paying you something sometimes. <laughs> eh, it happens. Buddha's known this out of me for like 20 years. So. Is your horse a piece on Facebook or Twitter? Oh, she's on it. 
Trust and believe. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can also find us on YouTube. You know, we have four sons, you know, with the business going on. So we have all sorts of things that we're doing that we'd like to keep people, um, you know, asking what's going on, being able to share what's going on. You know, as Jiggy mentioned, I'm going to be on the road here um, in a couple of weeks. I have about four different states I'm going to be traveling in for five different interviews and, you know, a couple days' time. So we're always moving. We're always telling people about the soaps. We're telling them about the, you know, just the natural properties of it, how we like to be able to tell people the success stories of people being able to use it, and just being able to have people be a part of, you know, what's going on with the business as we're growing. It's a great thing. Ooh, lavender. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, I just told you she was going to be on top of it. Like, <laughs> like she stayed, when somebody says their Twitter, Facebook, she's adding you real quick. That's all right. That's good. We like that. Go ahead. Look us up. We like that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, Daybird, if you haven't gotten enough soaps, I have a whole lot more I can send you. So I'm not going to say shares. no for that. I might just have to send you an autographed book. Ooh, there you go. I like trades. Trades are good. Well, Man, uh, that's what we should go back to, actually, the old days of trading. A lot of people will be SOL. A lot of these rich fucks will be shit out of luck. If we just went back to the old barter and trading, because what the fuck do starting. they got? To, what the hell do they got to offer somebody? It's already starting in the farm world. You know what I'm saying? What would they have to offer? What would Trump have to offer somebody <laughs> besides a dollar <laughs> and a toupee? Well, now, I, I got a question for he, David. He offered it. Uh, hold on, hold an on. Alternative. She's- for the alternative. Elizabeth has a question for Jaybird, so that this yeah, should be I very do. interesting. I heard that she does some belly dancing, and I have to say, it makes me curious because belly dancing, when I came out of eight years of wearing a head covering and trying to become Amish, I turned to belly dancing because <laughs> it was something that was so far different, but it was just an expression of myself. So I heard that Jaybird does some belly dancing or has in the past. Is that true? That is true. You've heard it through the grapevine. Awesome. Do you still keep up with it? I'm still trying to get back in shape, but uh, to celebrate, what was it, May the 4th, I uh, posted a uh, belly dancing Sith video on my YouTube channel. Ah, I'll have to look up that. That'll be great. I, too, sat there and uh, did basically the same as you. I took off my head covering and stopped wearing dresses and uh, started belly dancing. I just found that it was, you know, really freeing. It was something, you know, not really being allowed to dance. And I was uh, able to join a group of other women. I was the youngest. There were 40s and 50-year-old women. We'd just get together in this old barn out in the country and do some belly dancing. It was great. (laughs) I think we just had a moment there. It's It's over 6,000-year tradition of a woman's health. I mean, without belly dancing, it, it makes it more difficult for natural labor. Um, oh, it's yeah. just I, I would I would never know. I, I, <laughs> I'm hey, just with there's that. Three, I, I hope you know nothing about that. It's good there's, there's three types of belly dance. There's masculine, feminine, and fabulous. Oh, fabulous is way out of my league. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to hear that. I'd just rather know that there's masculine and feminine. Just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I'm from I'm still from Kansas. I'm still from Kansas, please. <laughs> you want to talk another interesting, interesting fact? 
Probably, king probably came not. from the the was it over in Europe? It's called <laughs> sukus dancing, and it's a type of belly dance. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't really get to see too many people twerk. Oh man, revelatory <laughs> experience, and that really. I don't, I don't get. To, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, the twerking team or something. They showed up. The twerking team. You know what? You know you. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm sure it did change your life. Probably changed a couple pants too. <laughs> Anybody, anybody bothered by it? Yeah, well, why would they be? Uh, why would Elizabeth? they be? Oh yes. Please stay in touch. I would love to. Well, she is. She is going to be here on what July something? Eighteenth, I believe. Eighteenth. Hey, I'll bring my belly dance outfit if you bring yours. Ha! Huh, I didn't have one. It was a T-shirt, and I think I still used a skirt. Actually, I wasn't wearing pants yet. Well, <laughs> you can well, belly well. dance no matter what you wear. That's well, exactly well. it. Yoga That's pants. Exactly now, dancing in yoga pants, now I would like to see that. Because <laughs> yoga pants makes everything look better. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, this, th- th- this is fantastic. Well, well uh, Elizabeth, I look forward to uh, seeing you out here in studio. And I know that Jay will uh, make the fast track here that day. And, and we'll, That'd be uh, awesome. We will, we will film a, uh, a, a soap demo with you showing Brittany and Jay how to make soap. They're going to have fun. It's going to go quick, but I would love to have a couple hands to help and, and whatnot, and it will be so much fun showing what we do at horsepeace.com and letting you guys know how to do it yourself. That'll work. Well, I appreciate it. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, Elizabeth. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jiggy. Appreciate it. That, of course, was Elizabeth uh, from Horse O' Peace, and uh, <laughs> I hope that the kid, I, I, I caught a, a shot at you doing the, well, <laughs> that's going to be the JPEG when we put this Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the JPEG? On, uh, yeah, the picture, the picture. On YouTube. Yeah. On the YouTube, as they say. Yeah. You know, you and, taught and us on the day David, we could David Vidal supports belly dancing. And, and apparently, no, no, he, he supports twerking. He's, he's supports, he supports, he supports twerking. I don't see how twerking is a type of belly dancing. I don't either. It comes from sucrose. I mean, it's all you see is it ass. Comes from That's it's all you see is ass and that other stuff. That other stuff. Of a certain dance move in the suku style of belly dance over in Europe. Uh, every, 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 every dance comes from some kind of something. S O K O U S. I'm I'm telling you, uh, people will go to a twerking contest. People will go to a twerking contest before they go to a belly dance. I'll yeah, tell okay. you what. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what again. For example, American belly dance, feminine style, does more side hips, and then the masculine belly dance does more hip thrust. Over in the sukus dance in the Europe, they do more hip thrust. Even the women do the hip thrusts. I don't know. That's where the 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 twerking comes from. Did you, did you, did is, you know fun is, fact? Fun fact: I can belly dance too. Yeah, let's see. No, <laughs> I used to be a, I used to be a stripper, but I quit that days. It's too much trouble. <laughs> too much trouble. <laughs> too much trouble. Well, but you'd be surprised, man. Like you'd really be surprised. Like stripping, like women pay way more than men. We yeah. go to get free looks. Women go, their man pissed them off. <laughs> uh, they're in a they're in the slump and they just want to try to get some. Yeah, they want to try to get something off. 
<laughs> Try to get something and, and they pay way, and they're way nastier than they. Like, you think that we're bad? No, men, women, are, women are way worse, man. You don't know how many times I had to swap women's hands from like trying to take off my stuff. That's like, because, whoa, whoa, stop! That, I, I felt like I was at a mosquito contest. Just. <laughs> If you didn't, then you awesome. would have gotten in trouble by your manager. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's illegal. It's illegal. Yeah. You can't even get a Woody. You you better not even get a semi-erection. No, because it's or, more yeah, harsh yeah, rules for yeah, men than yeah. women. You better not. And you better not do. Oof, I tell you what, buddy. They have your balls in the vice grip. And I tell you what. Your pockets won't like it when it's done. Neither will your boss. You know, okay. Stan is learning so much more. I know, about me. and that's and 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 that's that that's where we go for our uh, our first segment here. We've got Stan Finger with us. We're going to be talking to Tone, and David Vidal is going to be playing some tunes for us. And also, I'm going to try to con Tone into freestyling over David Vidal's guitar today. So we are going to see if, we, and and if not, we might just have Buddha do it. I don't know if Buddha can freestyle. Anybody, that. I don't care. I'll look for my jaw hard. Derek said he was going to do it. Uh, <laughs> I don't forget much. I don't know. But that, that leaves a lot open. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't ever book a date. <laughs> I didn't book a date. You know, sometimes you got to book a date, you know. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> well, Stan, I would check your microphone to see if, it, see if it's on. Yeah, you can hear me all right? No, mm-hmm. check, check the microphone to see if it's on. Because I think Britannia put batteries in, but I don't think she actually turned on the microphone. Because where is she at? She's being depressed again. You know what? Depression is hitting a lot during this hot weather right now. I mean, that's dehydration and she was sitting at the house being depressed. Grab, grab, grab another mic over there. There's got to be. I did, one I, there's one right there. Got to be one that. that I, that's, I've been feeling the same way, man. It's just been that so one, yeah, depressing. That one's on right now. There we go. And I can and I can see it over here on the on the deal, so we're good. Now, um, Jaybird is all about Stan Finger. She sent me uh, uh, because earlier when we were doing our, our taping for iHeartRadio, we were supposed to interview this guy named Larry Hauk. I think you said her pronounced. Yeah, she didn't show up, but she was late for the interview. Yeah, she was late for the interview. And so we didn't do the interview with Larry Hauk. Yeah, Hauk. 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 Get to the chapel. Give him the chapel. Get down. <laughs> and, so, and so we've got Stan. And uh, Jay, do your worst. Since you know him more than we do, we don't know what we're, what we're getting into here. We don't here. know what you're getting into. We don't know if he's, if he's going to be like... He's going to give her the finger. <laughs> I've known him a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a good one. I liked that one. I first met Stan back in the good old writing, writing KWA days. Yeah, Kansas Writers Association. Kansas Writers Association. That's right. So, technically, I've known him three years before my book came out. Right. Huh. Y'all go back like dinosaurs and shit? Yes. Watch your mouth, young man. (laughs) I'm not calling y'all dinosaurs. I'm just saying like dinosaurs. (laughs) In writer words, that's the same thing. Oh, shit. Oh, so basically I just committed like adultery in the writer's world. Yes, pretty much. I'm sorry. So, so did you have the the book, the first book done about the true story before... 
I published my book. How long yeah. has that been out? Into the Deep's been out since 2007. Because the flash flood. Into the Deep, baby. Can you hear yeah. him? Yeah. yeah. Is I'm, it working? I've got cool. him right. Okay. No, that's a that's a nonfiction book. It's a true story about a flash flood on the Kansas Turnpike, uh, Labor Day weekend in 2003, that killed five people, or six people, five members of the same family um, in yeah. Chase County. Is that better? Yes. I heard about okay. that. Yeah. Uh, that's the, a hell of a deal. The father in the, the family survived it and uh, asked me to help him write a book about it because people kept saying, what the heck happened that night? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it, they were crucifying him in the media. I mean... Yeah, because he survived and he openly said, I have no idea why I lived and they didn't. Because the van was swept wow. off the bike and everybody got swept up. Three youngest kids were still in their seatbelts so they died in the van. The three oldest, the mom, mom dad, and the oldest child rounded their seat belts and so the flood waters swept them away. He lived and they died and, and he got crucified for um, for being a survivor. Yeah, for being a for How did, um, he still, to this day That's he tell you why deal. he survived. Um, and so he said people kept telling him you need to write a book about how it happened. And I covered the, the story um, for the Eagle because I'm a reporter for the Wichita yeah. Eagle. Yeah. And uh, he called me up after, more than a year after it happened and said, hey, people keep telling me you need to write a book, but you consider writing with me because you did the best job at telling the story when you wrote about it. And so I thought, well, I've never had a book published before, but I'd written a rough draft of the second book, Fallen Trees, and so the idea of writing the book didn't spook me. And I said, okay, yeah, let me uh, see if I can get some time uh, approval from the paper and make sure there wasn't any kind of conflict of interest. And they said, no, that's all right, good. And so he and I started working on it, and book came out in 2007, and, and um, he's made a career since then of talking about how he dealt with losing his family wow. like that in one... So it became like a motivational speaker, so exactly. to speak? Exactly. That's what he's still doing to this day. Oh, man, that's good money. So how did you, uh, you get the uh, encouragement to go ahead with your own story? You mean this nonfiction book? Yes. Well, I'd always wanted to write books. I grew up on a farm in the middle of nowhere. So there was nothing to do. You haven't been at my farm. I said, you haven't been in my farm. But yours is probably newer update. You got TVs, cable, internet. <laughs> yeah, ours, ours was we got two channels on a good day. Yeah. So you would read, read books to pass the time. And I grew up with Nancy Drew and Trixie Belden and Encyclopedia Brown, a lot of those old um, serial, you know, part 20, book 27 in a series. And I thought, I can do that. So I had my own little mini-series, mystery series of books. Uh, and from that, I just thought, one of these days, I want to write my own book. And driving across Kansas one day, I saw there was this grove of trees that was kind of a mile marker. If you knew where that, when you got to that grove of trees, you knew where you were on your trip back to Wichita. Or I know what you're talking about. Or I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Exactly. Somebody hunks at that tree all the goddamn time. <laughs> yes. And then, and then I don't understand. I don't understand. People when, honk at that stupid man, tree. Man, when she did, I was like, what the hell she are you looking at? Britney honks at that stupid tree all the all time. Right. We go and to Wichita and all of a sudden, bam, bam. I'm like, what the? <laughs> this grove of trees I was talking about, it's near there, but they got cut down for some reason. And I thought, man, that totally changes the, the look of the whole area. And I got this idea, what would happen if this was something you grew up with and all of a sudden was gone? And the, the rest of the, the idea for the book just started... Pouring out. pouring out in my mind. And by the time I got to Wichita, the first three chapters were in my head. Sweet. And I started writing them down because they just 
you just kept kept like going. Song, yeah, you just can't get out. Yeah. You you got to get it out because and that's what it I did. just. I started putting it on paper, and it got to be where one chapter at a time, which story stopped. I mean, people would say, "What's the rest of the book going to be?" I don't know. I can only see this for like a dragon. You can only see so far down the road. Mm-hmm. That's what it was like writing the book. So, but you had the rough draft for that before you did the fi- uh, the nonfiction, right? Yeah. But you finished it after it. Right. What was the reason that you all of a sudden someday just sat there and said, I'm going to finish this? Because it needed to be finished and it needed to be read. It's like there's a story here that's going to reach people. Is, is, is this something like, you know, like with artists? Yeah, I know you done did this plenty of times because you're an artist. I know you done did this plenty of times. You start something. And then you be like, you know what? I'm just not feeling this one. You move on to something else. <laughs> yeah. And then you, then one day you be like, I need to finish that. I got the perfect stuff for it. Something it was like, it something like that? Like, like something well, happens in your life. Was the, the, the whole the whole book was there, but I needed to fine tune it. Yeah. You know, it's like I got the this is here, but it needs refining, for lack of a better word. Because friends of mine know this story from ages. I, I worked on the, this for more than two years, and and I kept thinking, I don't know how this is going to end. In fact, I have a story that I've shared with some friends. Uh, a sister's mother-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. And it was advanced, and they said, well, there's not a whole lot we can do for you. So I thought, well, since she's not been able to get out much, I'm going to send her what I've written so far just to give her something to read. It was about three-quarters of the way done at the time. And I sent it to her, and then I saw her at church on a Labor Day weekend, and she came up to me before Mass, grabbed my arms, and said, got to finish the book. There's much time left, and I need to know how it ends. And she was dead serious. She was really interested in the book. And I said, I'm not sure how it ends, but it, um, I'll do my best, but it's only showing me a little bit at a time. Um, and then a few months later, I, I took a date to see uh, Shakespeare in Love, the movie. And after the movie, and I dropped her off on the drive home, all of a sudden, the rest of the book just materialized in my brain, just like the opening chapter said. And I went, holy cow, that's a really interesting ending. So to this day, I always say, "Well, Shakespeare helped me finish the book." <laughs> yeah. know Shakespeare in love. He 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 he. Uh, Shakespeare yes, helped sir. a lot of people finish a lot of stuff. <laughs> 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 anyway, I called her up. Called up the next the day or two later. They had no. I know how it's going to end. And uh, but they said she didn't have um, much time left. In fact, they weren't even sure um, she would be able to understand what I would say because she hadn't been talking much the last day or two. But, and she, my sister said, I'll put the phone up next to her ear and you talk and we'll see what happens. And so they did that and I told her, well, here's how the book's going to end. And it took about two or three minutes to tell the rest of the story and all of a sudden she goes, what? You can't do that? I mean, we had this really passionate 10 or 15 minute discussion. She came definitely out of what she wasn't talking just yeah. to say, wow, and that is, and so I thought, you know, that's touching. The way she responded to that and I told her, I said, you know, I understand your thoughts and I appreciate what you have to say, but I feel like I need to honor what the muse is telling me because I've kind of been following all along the whole time. Uh, so I did that, you know, yes. and, and, uh, and so when that happened, I thought, I need to finish this and, and get it out there because it obviously speaks to people. And when I was done with the rough draft, a friend of mine in Maine told me, hey, I'm going to be having to keep an eye on the school because I'm a school resource officer. Um, and they 
my job this weekend, this holiday weekend, is just to make sure nobody breaks in. So can you send me the book just so I have something to do? To do? <laughs> <laughs> so I emailed her a few chapters. I thought, I don't know how fast people read. So I think I sent her a half dozen chapters. And a few hours later, she says, hey, can you send me some more chapters? I'm already done. Well, she reads fast. So I emailed her 10 more. The next morning, she emails me again and says, hey, I got a confession to make. I printed out these chapters, took them to the swimming pool of my condo complex, started reading them, and other people around the pool said, hey, what are you looking at? Oh, it's this book that a friend of mine wrote. Spontaneous oh. book club started around the pool. <laughs> Nobody being handed a chapter right down the you know, edge of the pool. And she goes, we got this passionate debate going on what the main character needs to do, so we need to know the rest of the book to see how it turns out. So oh, snaps. <laughs> So That's pretty bad. You almost started a, you almost started like a, a, a almost riot. People wanted it. Jeez. And so because of that, I thought, with those experiences, I, I, let's get this fine-tuned and published. I read a couple books like that That's before in my life. That's the story I was trying to dig out of you, was because I'd remembered our conversation at a con or something and how you talked about that lady. And that's the story I was trying to get out of you. No, I, was, I, I mean, I mean... Yeah. With the with the way you told it, the book sounds definitely awesome. It sounds like something that if it can make a person that haven't been talking for days come out and start talking, to actually start talking, and they're going through a life changing, I mean, basically a life or death situation. That's got to be a touching book. Well, and there are people who have told me that as they read it, they've just been in tears because they've been so moved by things characters are saying or doing or whatever. And I'm like, there's a reason why I felt like. Not to be not to be joking or nothing, but seriously, like I don't read some books where it was hard for me to put it down, and it made my life miserable because I just couldn't stop reading, and I just wanted to find out what the end was. So if you got a book like that, that's definitely some. It's it's good misery, good misery. No, I understand. It's saying something because he wants to read your book but not mine. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't read fiction books. I, I told you, I don't read. I don't read fiction. You. I just I don't. Some book clubs read poetry's, <coughs> and it's and I meet with them afterwards, and it's fascinating to see the different reactions each of the readers have because they don't all agree on what they thought of the book, and, and uh, it's always fun to hear what they have to say. Yeah, only person I ever really read that was fiction was Anne Rice. Besides that, I don't read nothing but about sex, relationships, how to do it. How to do stuff books fixing. and porn stars. I don't read porn star books. It's all pictures. <laughs> it's all it's <laughs> You're still I'm flipping through. I'm the not reading nothing. I'm just looking. <laughs> just looking. Stan, how long have you been with the Wichita Eagle? Uh, more than thirty years. I had to stop and do math, it's, but it's more than thirty. I didn't expect to be there that long, but funny things happen. That's and amazing. Funny, now that I've had these books come out, they, people will stop and say, didn't you used to work for the Eagle? And I said, well, actually, I still do. <laughs> yeah. So how long has the, has the newer book been out? Uh, I self-published it in August. Um, my mom was diagnosed with terminal cancer last spring, and I decided to do the self-publishing thing because even though I um, finished the publishing it, it was, I was getting ready to ship it to agents. I thought, if I go the traditional publishing route, she'll never see the end product. Yeah. So I self-published so she'd be able to see the, the uh, cover and the dedication before she died. I mean, Not that's only that, awesome. but that's you awesome. needed to keep the story as it is because so many times the major publishers oh, they change, change they change, they change. They change the scene. By the time you get it back, you never even knew change you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm 
glad you did the route you did. Ninety percent of the um, writing publisher companies are self-published. Yeah. Well, self-publishing has changed so much now, that just in the last ten years. Yeah. With the internet, it's so much easier. So you're happy with the results of the self-publishing? Oh, what's fascinating is I've been showing it to various agents, and they go, oh, I love that cover. How did you come up with that cover? And I'm like, well, a friend of mine on, on uh, Facebook, that I, the police officer in Wichita, offered to help me with it because he's done some uh, cover design in the past. And I said, well, let's, okay, let's and we kind of talk, to, talk right. it through, sent me a couple of rough drafts, and we just came up with this. I am. And the name just kind of came to me. Like Pretty amazing. Yeah, because you're right. Um, a lot of times, the publishers they want to change the name of the book. Oh yeah, they changing everything. They change everything. They change. They change we've, everything. We've had authors on this show and on and on the and on the other show that we do where, yeah, Derek's right. You by the time they get by the time book, you get it back, you be like, I didn't write this shit. <laughs> I didn't write this. Well, like, I own it. <laughs> you like, I didn't write this shit. This was my first book, the nonfiction book, uh, was done. A publishing house, and we had to. They finally agreed to the. This was the name we picked, but we had lengthy discussions about that. Wow! Had to go back and forth and back and forth, and, and we finally sold them on it. But they didn't want to change the name, <laughs> and uh, there was some discussion about the cover too. We ended up what they came up with. We ended up liking a lot, so there wasn't a lot of arm wrestling with the cover. That's awesome. There's no love in artistry no more. Like. It's all business. Like what you, oh, what you want. What there's you, no love in artistry. We still have tones interview coming. Yeah, there, there, that's there, gonna be fun. There's no love. I mean, I mean, there seriously isn't. Like, like anything a person does, whether a person writes a script or writes a book or writes a song. By the time the main people get it, the industry people want, it, and they look at it, they want to change everything about it. They want to. Yes. They, they, like, it's, all about, it's all about the sale. It's all about the money. When it used to be, when it used to be about, yeah, when it used to be, that's what it's about. Now everything's reformed to be okay. You going you look like this type of person, so yeah. this is what we're going to cast you as an actor. Yeah. You look like this type of person, so this is the type of musician we're going to have you be. And you look like this type of writer, so we're going to change the words to be like that. And it's sad because it's making everybody kind of be like, um, kind of like cows waiting to be slaughtered. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You put this cow over here because it does milk. You put this cow. You put this. I'm serious. You put this cow over here because it's good at making dairy. You put this cow over here because hey, it's good beef. It's like what we see in the movies so much these days. What's going to sell? What's going to yeah. what's going to sell? What's going to sell tickets? It's being a lot of an- animation or, or superhero movies because evil stuff. That's a Gore for the sake of gore. And, and, and it's, it's, it's sad. It's, it's so, so, so when he mentions superhero movies, should I give you another spoiler for Wonder Woman? Fuck no. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Go, go, go ahead. You just oh, messed yeah. up my favorite aspect of go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He stole the good part of Derek. Well, now he's in the pissed off mood. <laughs> Why would you do that? One of the nice compliments I've gotten you so far is people are already asking, well, when's there going to be a sequel? Hey, you know what, Stan? Fun fact. If drama's right here and Jag's over here, he's going to run that way. But what you don't know is he's coming back behind to tap drama on the shoulder. Just so you know. Fun fact. Now, Buddha. Well, wait, Buddha will back you up on that. We're not going to talk to Buddha about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I know, I know for a fact. And somebody, somebody here knew knew what's going on. She sent you didn't even send it to me. She sent question. me the clip. Yo, David, are you selling any copies? How, how's it selling? Are you? Are you? Are you? That's like a. 
Well, I that's mean, not really a good question for an author. Well, I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging you, but I'm, no, I'm, I'm I, genuinely I, I, curious. I'm told, it's, I'm told it's sold well for a for a self-published, but it's uh, not sold well enough. But publishing counts as a one to yeah. But yeah. I have agents that are looking at it now. But are you doing, are you marketing it. online? Are yes. You marketing yeah. Because obviously you're doing some promos, or you're doing yeah, some independent stuff. It's it's available on Amazon, right? And, uh, you can get it in Wichita at. Watermark Books, yeah. and I just got a letter from uh, Helen Plum's bookstore in Emporia asking for additional copies because they're really right. sold out. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like marketing CDs. If you put out your independent yeah. CDs, yeah, you have to be your like, own marketing. You be your own marketing person. You sell them off the bandstand, or, or when you go and do interviews, people are interested. They go and that's right. Yeah. Well, there's still celebrities that have like major production behind them and they still have to do their own marketing. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Well, sure, you still, got a, you still got a market, but you got to be everything if you're doing it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, but, but with it, from what I'm getting, I mean, not to undermine uh, Dave's question, it really ain't about the sales. It's about that yeah. this was something that you wanted to do. This is oh, something that you wanted to put out. And, and, and it's not the sales that's actually... Uh, Wetting your whistle. It's not. That's not what's wetting your whistle. Just see people's reaction to see that they love the book. To hear that there's a book club started over it. That seems like that's your motivation. Right. Which me personally. That my, was, this was a story that I needed to publish, whether it made any money. Yep. Yeah. I mean, my opinion see, don't mean shit. But that, that's that's what you're supposed to do. Instead of saying, how many books did you sell last no, night? No, 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 that's not. <laughs> Question because I mean, I'll defend my question. I mean, no, 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 you ain't got, no, no, you ain't got, you ain't got to defend yeah, the question. I mean, it's, it's marketing himself, marketing CDs myself, marketing myself as an object. I know what that's like. You know what that's like. So it, the book world is a little bit different, but it's kind of the same thing. So but I, can, just, I can relate to what you're saying as a musician. Answer this for me. The writer in me has books. I have several more books, right. fiction and nonfiction, that I'd love to do if I find the time. Right. <laughs> uh, as a musician, if you write your own music or create your own music, don't you have music in you that you want to get out some way? It constantly comes out, fortunately. There you go. Fortunately. Mm -hmm. I mean, I actually have people who want to record me who, like, take the costs on. And I'm like, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> right? Right. But, 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 and, and I tell them, you're going to make nothing on this, okay? Know that whatever expenses you've got, it's a loss. It's but like there's music in you that you want to play. Always. Right. Always. Yeah. And you're just trying to find a way to... to and it, it will come out. It will find a way. It's like right. water. It will find a way. And out. for me as a writer... Yeah. Uh, but I'm just curious about the self-publishing yeah. self world. If you can, you know. I wasn't trying to put you on defense, Dave. There, there are people. <laughs> We're having a conversation. I mean, I mean, I mean, because I mean, me personally, as like, like listening to your music, whether whether you t whether you telling them or not, they gonna they gonna lose the they. It's gonna be a loss for them. The whole point is that they want to hear that. Yeah. And your whole point is you want you want to get it out. It's got to get out. I mean, well, it's got, it, ha it, it has it has to the, be released. The, the power behind this particular book is that the music it's the same thing. It's like the more you got out of the way, the more the story told itself. Exactly. People keep saying, "Is this book right. about you?" And I say, "No," because anytime I tried to plug myself right. or anybody I knew into the yeah. story, it would shut right. down. And right. I had and pull myself out, retreat. And I, I like to tell people I felt like a stenographer for this novel. I just had to get out of its way and let it flow. Right. So. My my, that was that's what you're saying is the writer's block, so to say. My writer's block was the opposite of when I tried to sit there and, like, for the first book, I tried to make sure that a certain person could read it. Yes. And that was my writer's block. 
And the second book on the sequel is that I was trying to write it so that only the youth could read it. And I just can't do that because if I do that, then the story won't come out. So I have to I totally write for that. me. Exactly. I totally get that. And the plot. And I'm working on another um, novel now that's completely different than this. Uh, this one I only knew a, a couple chapters at it most. The one I'm working on now, I already know how it's going to end. It's just a matter of executing. Yes. And yet also giving the muse enough free reign so that if she wants to bring in some surprises, she's got the license to do that. And it's fun to see it. That's awesome. That, that sounds good. Yes, she is. I'm so glad you finally made it on the show. <laughs> you just, you just made her so happy. <laughs> she and I have had conversations, you know, off air, off air, you know, during these years about writing and the, the challenges and joys of it. So she understands the journey. Well, Stan, if people want to get the book or get involved with you, how do they do this? Well, I'm on Facebook and Twitter. And you got a fan got page? Yeah, on, on not um, your personal page. Oh, you have Facebook. a fan page? Yeah, Stanley Baker, my woman. I just don't get Twitter. <laughs> There's days I don't get Twitter and I'm There's, on Twitter. I just don't get it. I just look my name up and, and the name and the book Fallen Trees on Amazon and, and it's there. Um, it's that's awesome. Reviews, so that's, that's always great. It's available. If you're a member of Goodreads, it's, you can find it on there too. Goodreads now. I, I do got Goodreads. I, didn't, I like your page now. I didn't know you had one. Well, we definitely will have to get Stan back on with uh, yes. Dr. Jay Izzo at some point. Because mm-hmm. I know Jay Izzo will want to talk to him. He's but cool uh, we're going to do this. We're going to take a brief break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to have Tone. Not Tone G, as I called him earlier. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a misprint. Mm. Some, yeah. some, some, somebody from the Internet referred to him as Tone G. Someone from the internet? Someone from the internet. <laughs> Was that someone you? Probably. Oh. Um, <laughs> we are going to go to the Blue Collar Glomeration. Huh? <laughs> they they have this thing called Devil's Lair they sent me, and they're like, we want Derek to hear our songs. That's are you serious? Guy. Yes. Are you fucking kidding? They sent me an email and want, and want you to hear your song. They want me they I'm wanted the you wrong to fucking guy to be trying to ask to hear a song if you know it sucks. I'm not getting him. So here's this. And when we come back, Tone, and still to come, we're going to have David Vidal do a couple tunes, and then we're going to see if Tone can freestyle over a, uh, a cigar oh, box shit. guitar. Here it is, uh, by request of uh, the listening pleasure of uh, Derek's Cave, Blue Collar Glomeration. That means you can't talk throughout the whole... It was in the days of sailing ships. Oh, a restless pair were we, myself, Dijon, and Barnacle Blue. We were six months on the briny sea, so in our minds it was to find some quests. <laughs> like a sailor's dream. With a saucy tongue and a saucy smile, and not too broad a beam. So off we went to the Devil's Lair, a place of schmooze and booze. We found us a lovely lassie who made us a deal we couldn't refuse. It was then that Captain Wood chose to come through the door. Captain Wood, the mainest man in this part of the world. Oh, he cried, 
with a sinister sneer. Well, just what have we here? Two little lads and a buxom lass, he cried, with an evil leer. I knew what Captain Wood was thinking. I could tell up front he'd been a drinking. He wanted the lass and to keep her all night. But first, he wanted me in a fight. Now, Wood and me, we've done this before to test one another's mettle. He bears the mark of me singing blade. But nothing was ever truly settled. So up he struck to confront the lass, striding straight and tall. I shoved old Blue right into his path, and then I left before the brawl. The lass and I, we went to her rooms, and blimey, she was game. We spent an order and had me fun, and then another of the same. When at last our strength had ebbed, the last and I were through. I leave you now, I said to her, and check up on old Blue. So back I walked to the devil's lair to see about old Blue. <laughs> the brawl was still in progress. Where the hell are you? Blue screamed at me as I walked into the door. I've just a bahada with Captain Wood. I just kind of fighting more. So I took a turn at the scuffling then. I defeated the captain, and I rousted the crew. I drank a long, black toddy, iced tea to you, and then I rousted Blue. Now here we are back aboard the ship among our slimy, scurvy crew, and off we sail to distant ports. <laughs> And another rendezvous. <laughs> okay. You gotta have a choir text. Yes. Yeah. Now. Well, I can't hear what he's saying. That is, uh, that was the blue collar glomeration. I can hear a little bit. And they wanted Derek's cave to hear this. And they were all about, we gotta get Derek to hear it. So now you've heard it. So <laughs> your thoughts? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the Fonzie. Hey. 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 Well, I can do Joey. Whoa. <laughs> Stay choice. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it takes a choir taste. I'm not gonna completely bash on it because. Like like Dave just said, you know, Moody's girlfriend put put the headphones on, had him on ten seconds. Yeah, she said, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> she said, "Fuck this." She probably rather listen to Kenny G than listen to this shit. Kenny G's awesome though. Don't get it. Don't I get it like twisted. Kenny G. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. But I'm just saying. I mean, as far as a choir taste, this this music would take an acquired taste, and it's not my taste. I'm sorry. It's quite bitter. It's quite bitter. <laughs> yeah, it's quite better. But, I mean, I give them a plot on the effort. They probably need to touch up their production because hearing their words a little bit was kind of hard. They kind of sounded like Dr. Seuss a little bit off acid. Well, well you, know, you know what's funny is that the same guy that, that sings that song um, sells a deal on the Internet where he will teach you how to get rid of your lisp. 
Yeah, I wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't do it because I don't. I don't think he can pay his goddamn self. So, I'm just that's, saying no. That's the. That's so you're just gonna make me out to be the dick again. <laughs> I'm not trying to make out to be the. I mean, it's okay. Uh, my natural introduction. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an asshole, and I'm a. Dick. Depends on the situation. Depends on which one I be. Only thing I know is at the end of the day, I ain't gonna be one getting fucked. Dicks only get fucked when they catch an STD and get that Q-tip shoved down it. Thank you. <laughs> and that leads us to uh, tone. <laughs> and uh, tone. Uh, first of all. You, you 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 hang out with my buddy Buddha, so 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 you've got a little bit of street cred, and uh, <laughs> so so tell us a little bit about yourself, because we're all ears. We're trying to figure out what's going on. What's up? You look like a big weed head. You look like a big weed. That's funny. First out of the gate. I get that a lot. A whole lot. You look, you look like a stoner. When they tell me that, when they get it passed to at the party, I'm always, they always get that funny look. They call bullshit on me every time I say I can't smoke. Yeah, you look, you look like it. Hey, and you wearing a Bob Marley shirt, too? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. He gets the Vonzi. <laughs> I think the first time I seen him, I, I was like, "Are you popping shrooms or acid or something?" Because he was all colorful hey, and those shit. Aren't, those aren't off limits. <laughs> like shit. Yeah, they they out your system quicker, I guess. Yeah, your system quick. So 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 essentially, you're 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 a, you're a rapper in McPherson. Yes. You're a hip hop artist in McPherson. Yes. Uh, when did McPherson become like the 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 big place where everybody did hip hop? Because it's no like, yeah, I'm confused. I'm really confused about that. We all kind of looking for something to do. So sometimes we see like a fire start, and everybody run over there to see what's going on, and it kind of just sparked fires under asses. It's like once once someone did it, they're like, ooh, something, and something then, to do, <laughs> something to do. Damn, that's fucked up. Trends. The way trends go. The way trends go. Way trends go. Yeah, cause that's kind of shocking. When we, when we, when you was like, man, Derek, I want you to do these interviews out here. I said, where we going? Mc I thought you was gonna first. say, I thought you was gonna say Wichita. You said McPherson. I said Mc what? <laughs> McDonald's. I said he said no McPherson at some place. I said oh somebody been telling me about that and they wanted me to come out there. City limits. Yes, they are it used to be called NASBAR. And I always like to tell the story. I got married in that bar when it was called NASCAR. Yeah, that, how did that marriage? How did that marriage it, it end? Didn't, it didn't work out well, okay. and I dropped the ring. Okay, I, I, you got Bo married. Buddha was there. there you got was. married in a bar. Then, I mean, what else can you say? You drop the ring, you don't get married. You know, right there. Yeah, I mean, you don't get married in a bar anyway, because once the drink stops, the relationship is dead. Y'all look at each other totally different. Damn, I thought you was smaller than that. I thought you had a bigger dick than that. <laughs> It's just all bad. You shouldn't have did it. It's that. just all bad. It is. <laughs> but I, I mean, it it, it kind of struck me. But when I went down there, there was a lot of people down there doing doing music. Yeah. How many people? Even people. Even, even people came from Wichita. How many live there? Yeah. I don't even know that now. 
I know it's smaller than Hutch. I know it's smaller than Hutch. I know it's smaller than Hutch. It's like a refinery, right? It's, it, they, they got money down there. They got money like a motherfucker They got bread. I'll tell you what. They got money in that. Give me a, hey, hey, I need me a white girl from there. God damn it. I need me a white girl from there. Shit. No, just kidding. Don't get me fucked up on this show. What what's what's great about McPherson is that the women, it's it's just crazy down there. What, what about the women? You you stop. You, yeah yeah. He me and you both want to know because he just stopped. <laughs> yeah. but the, what, the, what's so crazy about? Them? Well, the women are crazy, but they're easy. At least most of them are. That ain't, that, that's like Hutch. That's like everywhere nowadays. Well, no, and Hutch, you you you. you Only got, thing you got to do is have a mess sack. Or be a black guy. That's it. <laughs> and I don't have a meth sack, and I'm not a black guy. Just, so <laughs> just have a meth sack or be a black guy. Goddamn. Meth sack or be a black guy. You're in the game. <laughs> that, down there in back, it's a whole other country. I, I, I mean, but I mean, with, with today's society and women liberation and so forth, that's just the way it is. Women I mean, liberation. I'm just saying. It, that's what they call it. That's what they call them, that type of movement. I mean, so everybody feels like just say, if I look, you look good, I want to bang you, I'm going to bang you. <laughs> Can he bang you? Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it used to be, it used to be like, it used to be like chicks had a number or dudes had a number of how many pussies they put on their dick or, you know what I'm saying, a chick was like, I don't know, I don't think I want to have 10, 10, Ten penises in my cave this year. Now they just don't give it. Don't nobody give a shit. <laughs> what? Ten penises in my cave this year? Where did that come from? I'm just saying that's averaging one guy, one different guy a month. On the average, well, there is that. There's just average, you know. But back in the day, there was a when you grew up, Dave. There was a different. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you know, but, but there, there's, 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 so well, everybody slow down. Worried about, like, you know, we, we, nah, they, they don't give a shit no more. They too drugged up. <laughs> <laughs> they too drugged up to give a shit. They're too drugged up? I mean, <laughs> man, listen to music. Tell me if I'm lying. You are artists. Yeah, and every genre you're in, and every, like back in the day, rap, rock, country, most people talk about smoking weed, every now and then doing shrooms, coke. You know what I'm saying? Those was the drugs. Now everybody's zannies. They talking about doing these all at one time. I'm popping Zannies, Molly's. I'm doing coke. I'm smoking weed. I'm doing meth. And these are what artists is talking about now. This is what music has has reduced itself well, to. Well, or 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 I'm on Percocets. I'm on Percocets. I'm on Percocets. Or I'm drinking codeine. And 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 that's what the. I mean, so how are they gonna give a fuck? There was a show, and I think Buddha was there, and I think you were on that bill, Tone. Um... The guy that that we don't like to talk about that that says uh, you have a short man's complex. I we not um, even want to go there. <laughs> he, uh, they have a song, and the whole song is drugs. Yeah, I heard drugs, that. drugs, drugs, yeah, drugs. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard and that. there's a beat in the background. Yeah, I heard that. I and heard I'm that like, shit. the hell is this? 
Drugs. It's speaking for the individual that, that's making a song. Just put it like that. <laughs> speaking for the individual. That's what that, I mean. Yeah, there's a certain type of thing that where you can't take everything an artist says because it is music. But there's certain type of things once you get to see certain type of people, you hear the music and you're like, motherfucker, that's you to a T, you fucking addict. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just saying. So, I mean, to, to to think that I went down there to Mac and to think that I would see see so many different people down there, even people coming from Salina and, and Wichita. Wichita. I was like, God damn. They're all meeting in the middle. We're kind of in the middle. It's kind of in the middle. That's like the one plus. Man, but I mean, but like when I went down there, I kept saying this the whole time. I think I even said it to you. The penis to pussy ratio was way off. Like there was way more penises down there than women. I'm not used to that. Like that was just an enormous amount of penises just everywhere. Like you see a woman scattered every here and there, but you've seen a bunch of dicks running around. That's not good. That's not good for a party. That's not good for any type of situation. Considering women outnumber men, I was just like, God damn. I said, there's a dick, there's a dick, there's a dick, there's another goddamn dick. Where's the fucking pee at? <laughs> can we change this? I mean, can we make this a better ritual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Can we change this up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I mean, cause, I mean that'll probably work. I can't say I'm not used to it, but it's not that I don't, it's not that I like being used to it <laughs> at all. It's not the issue. You know, you should get to looking at so much, and you can just like fuck. Now, now, one good thing about Tone also is that Tone has built, and this this is how I got wind of him. Old Buddha over here uh, was like Jaguar. Jaguar. You got it. <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> you making them sound? Hey, you making them sound like the Colonel? He used to have. He used to have a speech impediment. Oh well, you making he's them, gotten rid of it. Over you the making years. them sound like the Colonel, like the but Colonel with a little amazing. evil genius on. Back it. in the day when he had the, when he had the speech impediment, you give him like a twelve pack of like Natty Light, and at the end of it, he sounds like he's a freaking voiceover artist. You'd be sitting there, and all you got to do is get him drunk, and then he becomes like this, like Don LaFontaine, the movie trailer guy. Wow, 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 wow. But, but. I will always, no matter if he gets through the speech impediment or not, I will always hear a uh, 12-year-old Buddha in my head. God. And so... There's, when, there's certain stuff that once you hear, you can't get rid of. Does anybody else think it's a little weird he has a 12-year-old boy in his head? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to comment on that. Oh I'm a 12-year-old boy, so it's time to I knew he was going to go there. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. There, there's, a, there's a limit to my asshole. <laughs> A there's there's a slight limit when it comes to that. I, whip, I stay. But what he sees me at Pizza Hut one day and he's like Jaguar. Jaguar. He's like, <laughs> he's like this, this. You gotta get this guy name is Tone. And I'm like, and I'm like, sitting here going, why am I the only one that hears old old school Buddha in my head? But um, and he was like, he's built an entire studio out of his house. Got an entire recording studio, and he's like, "You've got to come see this. You got to have the guy on the show." This, this dedication starts starts putting him over like he's like Buddha. I think is Tone's version of Don King. He's is like, "Oh, my person." So hey, you know what? Word of mouth is the best seller and the quickest way to get anybody to do anything. Biggest, best marketing tool ever. Yeah, relationships. 
Because you're going to, hey, I'm that, and now saying that, anywho, <laughs> now, I do got this bone to pick. When we was down there, and uh, the little thing was going on and stuff. It's one side. I, I can, I can, I can definitely appraise that y'all support y'all local artists down there. But we got to do some honesty, people. We got to do some honesty. <laughs> what do we got to do honesty for, McPherson? Tell us the truth, dude. Tell us the tell the person the fucking truth. Just because he's your buddy doesn't mean everybody can fucking rap or sing. God damn it. <laughs> If he's not better than the next person, don't make him think that. Cause when he get out there, he get to looking like a goddamn fool. <laughs> guess who we gonna be mad at? I'm just telling you. Guess who we gonna be mad at, people? All right, all right. Let me put it to you in this type of scenario. You believed in the fucking Easter Bunny and fucking and fucking Santa Claus for so many years. When you first found out that it wasn't true, who was the first fucking motherfucker you was mad at? Your, Your motherfucking parents. <laughs> These motherfuckers lied to me. Now, now what can I trust? Now, really, if I sit that close to the TV, is my, eye, is my eye going to go bad if I'm really sitting that close to the TV? Am I really allergic to cereal? Am I really not supposed to? That's what I'm saying. Don't tell your friends lies. They, if they suck, you know, just... Let them down easy. So, so, so you're saying be honest. Yeah, be honest because I, I sat they there. They can't sing and they can't rap. Hey, I sat there and I seen some artists that didn't win, that didn't get put over. That should have because it was it was it's the favoritism thing. Oh, when, when, it, when, it, when, it, when it when it comes to that, when it comes to artistry and, and, and me parts being an artist myself, I take the shit seriously. So when you take the shit seriously, I don't want nobody telling me some bullshit that ain't good. It's good. Number one, because then I, I can't improve. Yeah. And and then, number two, which is most important, yes. when, when you're doing artistry, you're pouring out your soul. So when, you get, when you're giving out your soul, do you expect somebody to try to sell your soul? <laughs> That's kind of well, like see, what it's my, like. My whole thing when, when, you, when, you, like... when you're doing your artistry, man, you need to be honest with a person. You don't even give them a chance to improve or for them to get better if they could get better. If you're just showing favoritism, just liking it. Artistry is not about just you being a friend of somebody you liking it. It's, it's, it's about being an artist. It's about doing them things. That's what it's about. Most people I appreciate more than anything. It's like the homies that come up to me after like do something, this, that, the other, and like... Yo, that was cool, but like this was fucked up, and you have to like that needs to change or something like that. And then that, the next time they see you, and then they're like, you address that, and you yeah, like then that, those are the people that I feel like they be, help be, you out a whole because lot. Because in, in, in artistry, in artistry doing music, there's always room for improvement. Yes, when you're an artist, there's always room for improvement. You you may see a painter, which is an artist, they start some stuff, and as they progress, they get better. Until the day they die, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then the shit that that was, man, it just goes crazy. We got, like, we got producers and whatnot that we work with, and like, I watched one of our buddies, he's like kind of like us coming out from like the groundwork, building up to this, and there's a couple of them where he throw us, and I'm like, man, this is weird. It sounds strange as hell. I don't know what to do with this. But then, like, work with him a year later, like, now every beat he throws us is like, that's freaking awesome. You can see where he started that and where it's at now. And it's, Trust me, I know the difference. Like, I, when I first started making my beats, I listened back to some of that shit, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Did I really Did I really, did I really just make that shit? I'd be like, oh, fuck. What the fuck was I thinking? And then I get mad at the motherfuckers who told me the beat was good. 
Like that shit, shit sucked. Watch that a lot of me. That shit sucked. You allowed me to. You allowed me to put that out there. So now I look like the fucking donkey guy, Pinocchio. Well, and then there's situations like we talked about earlier, where you've got like the Jewish rapper, where I'm like, well, dude, you're breaking his heart. Day. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's a different one. You know what? Some you're hearts breaking his heart. Some hearts got to be broken. You gotta break like, some. Because like hey, the guy sitting there on Skype, how do you, like Angel I, and Derek are like, this the question guy's is, garbage. This guy's garbage. The question and is, the how do you? About to cry, and the question, like, no, oh, no, 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 no. The, the true question is, how do you make an omelet if you don't break some eggs? Well, tell me how you do it. I don't. Can, I don't, can you tell me how you do it? Well, I've, I've never made an omelet because I, I don't I, like eggs. You don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> can somebody here tell me how you make an omelet without breaking some eggs? You can't. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That, that's my whole point. <laughs> Quit pacifying people and just tell them the honest guy true. But but I mean, his heart was breaking. It doesn't matter. And I'm just like, I feel bad for the guy, so I'm putting the guy over. And then what you're, looking the ra- at me, you're looking at me going, you heard the same music I did. And I'm like, yeah, he sucks. sucks yeah. Sucks. What, what, what? <laughs> I don't, how did The Rock used to say it all the time? It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> don't matter, man. It really don't. I mean. Well... It, all right, know. all right. Let's put it to you. I'm gonna put it to you like I, this: I, I, if if you if you continue to if you continue doing that and you doing it, you are promoting the same hypocrisy shit. that you that yeah that you listen to that you be like, what the fuck is this shit? You promoting it? You promoting it? You you are allowing these mumble rappers and mumble talking people and people that don't got no Hennessy con- the dog. You, you people that ain't got no context to their music, ain't got no story. You know what I'm saying? Can't sing. You are promoting this shit for them to continue to, to for the industry to keep keep well, going this way. To keep putting people like cattle. Oh, you look like this, so you should be here. And you 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 taking the voice away from Buddha, artists. Buddha, Buddha knows my history of putting people over. I, 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 I've done this forever. I, I figured that out a long time ago when I first <laughs> met you. I, I I figured that out when I first fucking met you. And what's funny is the first time that he introduced me to Tone down there at Old, old City Limits or NASBAR or Bricks or whatever you want to call it. Um, I was like, he was like, well, you know, this is the guy I've been telling you about, blah, blah, blah. And it was funny because somebody must have told Tone about me. Because after he got off stage, he goes, what'd you think of that? And I go, oh, I was pretty badass. And he goes, no. What did you really think about it? I'm like, oh, crap, somebody's briefed him. Yeah. <laughs> and I immediately look at Buddha and go. <laughs> <laughs> so That's the way it should be, though. <laughs> That should be the way that it should be, but not my world. I will give Bumble Rappers one, <laughs> one bit of credit, and this I do appreciate them for. They made this shit. And all of a sudden, the Bumble Rappers, some of baby. the legends that ain't been doing shit for 20 plus years, like, we gotta do something, and then we get Tribe's new album, and Rakim Eric B coming out of nowhere with new shit, and all these different Because it's pissing out. people off because it's the industry's becoming off. that way. It's I like becoming that, that part way. of it, and that's the only thing I can give them credit for because we get to hear some of the legends we ain't I'm tired of hearing about how many drugs you did last night. I'm tired of hearing about how many fucking <laughs> bitches you can fuck at a club. So fucking what? They there every fucking weekend. Your homeboy hit them last week. Your sister probably hit them the week before that. Goddamn, what's, what's new? Have some contact. Let people know what's going on out here in the world. Have some political stance. Ha- I put them over. Ha- have some things. I put them over. Some things that's actually going along in the world. You know what I'm saying? Things that need to change. Why? Why? Why we always got to talk about the same thing? You listen to that CD, right? 
Yes, because he sounds like he needs to. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I won't listen to bullshit. I won't listen to trash. I, I, I don't care about some just being nice. She's all beat. excited. We're all about beats now. We're all about. Just, just the rhythm. Beats by bone. Just, just the rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Booster Club. Me personally, as as doing production and doing producing, I want if a motherfucker don't sound good on my shit, I won't sell it to him. I don't give a fuck what you offer. I don't want you on my shit because that's my name. I took time to make that. That was my hard work. That may took me hours. Some of it may took fucking over a year to make the beat because I start stop go to something else come back to it do some more do this that's a fucking year of my life gone and you think I'm gonna let you shit on it like not in a good shit you know cause rap and hip hop you know shit is two totally different ways depending on how you say it. <laughs> yeah. but I'm not gonna let you literally just take a shit on my shit cause I worked hard for that that's a lot of shit <laughs> a lot of shit too much exactly I ain't gonna let nobody take a horse shit on my shit Take a horse shit Because that's, that, that, that's a lot of shit. They shit a lot. <laughs> are we making references to Wonder Woman again? What, what, what are we doing? But, uh, I haven't seen it either. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? <laughs> long bridge. No, 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 no. Let me say this right. Short bridge. Long walk. Take one. <laughs> you ever hear that? That's that that that's why we work well yeah, together. Yeah. Take a long walk up a short pier is what I don't. Yeah, I, I don't say that. I that, say that fine. Was, I that, say that, that that was the old McPherson. I say find a short bridge, take a long walk, right off the cliff of that motherfucker. Well, you know what's funny is is the last time we were in McPherson, Brittany was driving around. She's like, you know, we should buy a house and move here. <laughs> Where? <laughs> McPherson. <laughs> I've I mean, there's money in the place. Like I mean, it? but I mean, but I mean, it's a small. I'm getting the fuck up out of hush. So very close minded community too. Yes, very close minded. We're working on that. Yeah, we've been working on that. Yeah. But yes. But would it be better there than here? You know what's funny is probably not. And I and Buddha probably remembers this back in the day, but they used to have was was it a sign or was it a law that no black people after eight o'clock in Galva? It was. I don't know if that was just a made up something, but I heard that too. What the fuck is Galva? Mar- Marquette, the, the Marquette wall, which is in University County, used to say KKK on the park wall in Brick. Yeah. Canton Galva's a little town that's like outside of McPherson. It's like two little towns. Two little towns. They're so small they like shared the name. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go there any motherfucker. Yeah, no, you don't. Shit, there's not much. Look, I'm gonna tell you like this. I use I was a maintenance manager for years, and I worked for a nonprofit organization down here, and I was a maintenance manager. We had properties in Nickerson. That little place right when you got inside Nickerson, I would not stop there to eat for nothing. Motherfuckers like you stopped it. Fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not doing it. Not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. It's just certain places you just know where you just don't, you just shouldn't go. You just shouldn't fit in. I ain't a big bad motherfucker, and I don't want to test the theory that I think I am either. I want to test the theory. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Shit. Oh, uh, no. You look for trouble, you're guaranteed to find it. Well, that too. But there's that whole thing about me and drama. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I came here that's what he does. That's what he does. Well, Jay, while we're here, and since Tone's here, you have any questions for him? 
How's it going, Jay? Hi. <laughs> why don't you ask him about his projects? Because I ain't asked none of that. Yeah, why don't you ask him what he does? It's just me, though. Yeah. Well, I kind of played hooky just a little bit from the conversation because I got some books signed. You haven't so. missed anything. Oh, you haven't missed anything. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't yeah, missed anything. Okay. Well, then, since we're... But I did miss where he sat there and he probably gave the Fonzie... A right. Well, yeah, to, uh, to blue to, collar to, Yeah, yeah. You, you you would you would have gave it to say. <laughs> I did not. I said I liked it. <laughs> I thought it sounded like an Irish bar. A, a what? A Irish bar. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is good is about an Irish a bar? To soap earlier, soap bar. No. Like you go into an Irish or a Scottish bar. Why the hell? Good music while you're, you're so having you, a drink. Is that another No, no, no. When I, when I think no. of Irish bar, I think of motherfuckers, bunch of motherfuckers drinking, talking hella loud shit, and a couple fights starting. <laughs> a couple butts starting. That's what I think of. I guess I need to go to more Irish bars. See? Exactly. <laughs> See, Sunny in Philadelphia comes to mind. And there I'm you go. With that. <laughs> yeah. So, with them. <laughs> Jean, you want to tell me? Just tone. Yes. Tone, tone okay. G is, 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 a, is, is kind of a bit that has, because... He was original. What was it? Did somebody print that on a flyer? They did and rocked it. <laughs> and they locked in the name Tone G, but it's not Tone G. It's Tone. It's tone. Okay. And and Buddha, who's kind of like his unofficial press person. And this is time. Buddha. This is Buddha. Okay. Or okay. as or as our buddy Shatner used to call him, Boo Daddy Diddley. This the one that you heard so much about. <laughs> That's new. Okay. Yeah, this the Buddha guy. I heard about. He's Buddha he's he's Buddha. the guy that. Uh, but he don't look like a Buddha. No. He was I heard saying like So tone. Yes. <laughs> You're into music. I love music. Swear by it. You swear by it. So yes. you're a rapper. I am a hip hop artist. I okay. prefer. Yes. How long have you been doing? He's it? not a mumble rapper. I've been making music. I don't know. Just started off messing around probably when I was 14 or so, and then. Started playing with it more these last few years, getting a little more serious about it, and then especially this last year too, started really moving on it. So how old are you? Seeing it as something we can do. Twenty-three. So what, ten over ten years. Yeah, just about. Did you have any music that you played in band? In band, I actually played, but it didn't make no sense when it comes to hip hop. But I played, I played the trombone. <laughs> actually, trombone is a pretty good instrument. Trombone, I, I played the trombone, it's and pretty then I used to play uh, guitar. They using it. They using trombones a lot see, more. See, it might not make sense, but see, I like to ask those kinds of questions because I like to know the backstory. Well, I think every musician should probably know at least one instrument. So they they, they don't nowadays. So you you they don't nowadays. <laughs> you transitioned from trombone to drums. Well, that to helped you when I was listening to that. I was list, I wasn't like I was like. I guess that was band, and I just I like music, so I jumped into that. <coughs> like I wouldn't say like outside of like school, I was listening to stuff that had trom- trombones in it. But uh, no, I transitioned from every little bit of everything. I listened to every type of music. I went from metalhead stage to hip hop to country to just about everything it's music in general well I was talking more along the lines of what you did not what you listened um, to yeah I played I picked it up in high school we did trombone and it, I don't know I liked it but it was a little different because I wasn't that band type of kid I didn't fit in with like anybody out there actually but I wasn't that band kid I wasn't the popular kid you was the loner See, yes, the I was a loner, and I was like, ah, this ain't for me, so I got out of there, 
And uh, but then we just started playing around, and that's when I, I was off by myself. And I met one of my buddies that was he was a loner too. He's like the other dude that's sitting at the table by himself. So I started chilling with him, and he taught me how to play guitar. So I played that for a while, and then slowly transitioned to hip hop. I don't know how. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't mean to cut anybody off. So <laughs> we've got we've got ten minutes left. No before way. before before the show's over, and I want to get this David Vidal tone thing in. I haven't even heard what he does. I know. He's a hip hop guy. Hip hop artist. You just play a beat. Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays it is. Nowadays it's fun. Well, I'm 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 the, the only reason why I cut him off is because is because is because Tone's management let me know we gotta hurry this up. Okay. Tone's oh really? So on our ass. <laughs> Than what you played before, right? Oh, yeah, I bring different stuff. A transition, but. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think a I'd remember that. Uh, this is going to be. Uh, this is a challenge, but you like all the time. Now, now, if. Give me a tempo. Give me a something. Give me a tempo. Give me something. Give me a tempo. Give me a something. Give me a tempo. Give me a something. Give me a tempo. Give me a something. Give me a tempo. Keep these moves going. We ain't time to 
playground, so we ain't sitting on the playground. You can find us in the studio, the dojo. Rapping out, putting the freestyles out on the GoPro while we writing songs. And then we put it in that room, trying to record it, give it back to you so you can hear it. See this music, you used to leave your skin out, but just sat there and forget it.
Good stuff. Well, uh, Tone, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get a hold of you online, catch your next show, all um, that fun stuff? You can get a hold of me online if you just search Tone, it'd be capital T-O-N, capital E. Um, if you search that on Facebook, you'll find me and my Instagram and all that should be linked in with that. Um, before I do leave, I did want to make one announcement. We have a show on July 24th, but the one I'm really looking forward to, we're throwing a festival, a music festival in the park at Lakeside. From nine o'clock in the morning a till unity 10:30, festival. I mean, first and unity festival, and it's all for charity, and we're just bringing every bit of different genres <coughs> all together to Sweet. this from the McPherson County. And like I said, it's a closed-minded community, so we're kind of we're trying to we're trying to mix that up a little bit, and hopefully by the time they realize that we pop that door open, it's too late. And we're trying. We got food vendors out there. We got a car show going on in the morning, and then music all day from jazz to hip hop to rock to. Whatever you want. Sounds so, awesome. Yeah. It's going to be pretty fun. <laughs> well, Something I'm looking different. forward to it, and uh, I will try definitely be it. there, and we'll try to make it, and uh, maybe we'll get Derek out we'll there. Have tacos. And Derek, Derek can come for the tacos. <laughs> we'll have tacos. <laughs> well, thank you guys, and uh, that wraps it up this week uh, for Radio Xenu, and of course, 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, and then. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.